0: The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air.
1: Open in the corner, Spencer Johnson for three, and he knocks it down! Spencer Johnson!
0: This is Cougar Pre Game Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. Now, to get you ready for BYU versus Southeastern
2: Louisiana, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Jason Shepard, and tonight, the BYU Cougars... Hosting southeastern Louisiana. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar pregame live. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The Cougars begin play tonight at 2-0. The Cougars coming off a brilliant win over then number 17, San Diego State this past Friday, Dallin Hall was the big story, coming off the bench to play 25 minutes, scoring a team-high 18 points, including a career-high four three-pointers made. It was a great barometer game early in the season, and certainly one that uh, you can use to get on a roll here in the non-conference with winnable games this week at home. Speaking of that, that brings us to tonight's matchup with Southeastern. The Lions are 1 and 1 with a win over Delta State and then a loss on the road at Auburn. Southeastern, in case you were wondering where they are, not just Southeastern. We obviously know Southeastern part of Louisiana. They're located in Hammond, Louisiana, and where is that, you ask? I'm about to tell you. 48 miles due east of Baton Rouge, so if you're familiar with that area, and quite frankly, I wasn't, I'd never been to the Baton Rouge or anywhere near that area until this, uh, this last, uh, I guess it was February with BYU Baseball, we actually flew out of Baton Rouge, so I know exactly where this is. 48 miles east of Baton Rouge is where you will find Hammond, Louisiana, and Southeastern, the Lions play in the Southland Conference, their head coach is David Kiefer, he is in his fifth season. Here's a couple of things to pay attention to tonight in this matchup, specifically with the Lions. They want to speed things up and push the ball in transition. They rank 23rd in the nation in fast break points, averaging about 21 per game. They're also a really good three-point defense team, only allowing opponents to shoot 24% from the perimeter. So just a couple of things to pay attention to tonight in this matchup between BYU and SLU. Tonight's player interview is with Noah Waterman. In the first two games, Noah's averaged eight points and almost seven rebounds in Friday's win over the Aztecs. Waterman didn't score, but did have five boards and, in my opinion, was very active on the defense. I, I thought he really made his presence felt, even though he didn't score a point. He's had a nice start to the year, and I asked him if wins have been uh, handled just like the losses. Put them behind you as quickly as you can and move on. For me and what
3: coach is telling us is we really just got to get back into the lab and keep working. We can't let this win uh, really affect our game. It's kind of like the same way how we deal with losses. Um, You just got to keep working and kind of forget about it, but kind of hold on to it at the same time. Um, But really focus on the next game because coach always says your next game is going to be the
2: hardest game. So I've got to imagine that. You do have to walk that fine line of needing to turn the page, but yet also wanting to use all of the positive momentum from the win to to build things forward. How how easy is that to do?
3: Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. You want to definitely hold on to, like, the good parts of uh, that game. But a lot of times what teams do is they get their head at so high in the sky and they start getting lackadaisical, uh during practice and then their next game they kind of just like drop off so that's something
2: we're not trying to do how have you seen in terms of practices have you seen any of that fall off or have you guys stayed pretty high after that win uh, as you guys get ready for the southeastern game
3: nah so our next practice was a pretty long practice so i think uh (laughs) we're staying focused
2: coach wants to make sure your night's not going to your head at all right exactly all right i want to ask you about you i've been impressed with you in the first two games your hustle on both ends of the floor, you've just been a nuisance to the opposition. You've been everywhere. Your defense has been there. Talk to me about your mindset heading into this year.
3: Uh, yeah, my mindset is really, like, not really worrying uh, on the offensive end and if my, fa- my shots are, are falling or not. I know last year I kind of would get down on myself if my shot wasn't falling, and then that affected my defensive end. Uh, but Coach talked to me a lot about just, like, your shots will fall, you'll get your shots, um, just really focus on
2: rebounding, and playing defense and everything else will fall into place. It goes without saying that from one year to the next, you would think that you would be much more comfortable. How much more comfortable do you feel in this system in year two? Oh, yeah, I definitely feel a lot
3: more comfortable. Uh, First year, you know, you're just trying to find your way, new team, uh, new teammates, new system, and it's kind of hard kind of the whole year to, like, have everything fall into place for you but uh the second year we grinded a lot during the summer
2: so it's like I think it's really just showing off as for me and for the team so and what do you make of of this new team there's obviously some new guys and you're not even full strength at this point but what have been your early impressions of, of the team that you guys have
3: uh, I think our chemistry is like phenomenal. I think our chemistry from last year to this year is a lot better. I think it's just uh, from being with the team for a full year like we just got closer from last year and we just let that build over this year and Having good team chemistry is something
2: that uh, really helps you in any sport, but definitely the game of basketball again i don 't want to keep going back to the win, but When you look back and you realize what you guys did in knocking off San Diego State, and you did it without your full complement of players, how much more confidence does that give you in terms of what you can be when you are 100%? Uh, Nah, I mean, it's going to be a scary sight.
3: A lot of people are uh, counting us out, but I don't think they should do that. Uh, We're going to open a lot of eyes, so...
2: I understand that you guys have not played a Big 12 game yet, but that is certainly one of the big storylines about this season. And that's that's still, you know, another month plus away before you start conference play. But knowing that that is part of this year and it's on the horizon, how much more energy does that give you and this team to know that you're in this conference now? Uh, I think it gives us a lot of energy.
3: We're really excited about just being in the Big 12. Uh, But we really just got to take game by game and not really look too far to the future. Uh, Coach always says, just focus on the next game. Uh, And we got to just kind of keep that mindset and everything will fall
2: into place. Well, as you said, you got to look to the next game. And that next game is against the Lions of uh, of Southeastern. So what do you know about the Lions? What's what's the matchup look like for you guys?
3: Uh, Our matchup is looking good. They play very physical. Uh, We we, if you drive the lane, they're going to kind of slap like San Diego State did. A lot of gaps. Uh, They're going to bring three to three to the ball a lot. So if we stay strong with the ball and kick out, uh, we're going to have a great
2: game. So. You think they know what they're getting themselves into coming into the Marriott Center? Uh, We're going to (laughs) see. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate the time with Noel Waterman after practice yesterday. All right, coming up next, we'll head next door. It's the Marriott Center, the site of tonight's game between BYU and Southeastern. It'll be our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. That's coming up next. Cougar Pregame Live continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Mountain America Cougar pregame
2: game Live on the new skid BYU Sports Network. Mountain America is the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Welcome back in, getting you ready for tonight's matchup between the 2-0 and BYU Cougars and the 1-1 Southeastern Lions. Joining me now, our courtside conversation, Mark Durant from the Marriott Center. Hello, Mark. Good evening. How are you?
4: I'm doing well, Jason. I miss having you right next to me. That was special. We another another great Jason Shepard win. You uh, seem to have a knack for that. If we ever get to the national championship, we might have to make Greg do something else because <laughs> you just seem to get you get the exciting wins, and that was a big one.
2: It certainly was a fun night, to say the very least. Let's go ahead and start there. It's been a few days, obviously, since the big win on Friday. How do you want or what can the Cougars do to capitalize on that game early in the season?
4: Yeah, well, I, you know, it's hard to take a lot away from any game this early, but, you know, there's certainly some things that I would like to see become the character of this team. And uh, and one is uh, just the, the toughness. I think... The, the way that BYU played and, and met the, the toughness from the Aztecs and the physicality and did not back down and were super aggressive and even even early when they were maybe forcing the aggression even a little too much I, I thought it was great to see that, that you know, they were ready to go and there's a certain level of toughness that seems to be a part of this team which goes a long way, trust me, in, in basketball uh, and, and that translates into rebounding as well I mean, you the way that they're rebounding right now you have to be tough you have to have a real desire to get after the basketball and to out rebound a team like san diego state which that is their bread and butter is rebounding especially offensive rebounds and to outperform them at that you know that tells you a lot about just the character of this team Um, so i'm hoping that continues to develop that you know when you're not playing a san diego state that you don't have a letdown but that you're about taking care of business. You come out and, and you play the same way whether it's Southeastern Louisiana or San Diego State or you know Kansas. You you, you want to have a the, the guys come out and play with that same consistency, same effort. So I just what I'm trying to see is th- this team build on uh, an kind of a identity of, of toughness. And then I think the three point shooting will come. I think they're good enough that they'll they'll you know be able to shoot. You know 35 40 percent most games and that should be enough if you have if you combine that kind of three-point shooting with the number that they're going to shoot with a toughness and a rebounding yeah that, that's a pretty good formula for, for, for victory so I'm just hoping to see all those kind of things continue to develop and really become intrinsic to this team
2: well and clearly with what we've seen this offense is going to lend itself to perimeter shooting BYU is going to put up the shots. If the if the shooting percentage can be there with that, you know that that's going to serve BYU well as this season goes on. Um, BYU is a team that, yes, I, I to your point what you said a second ago. We're talking about two games in; it is very very early, but BYU is a team right now receiving votes in both the AP and the coaches poll. So again, with it just being two games. Even though when you're you're in a league with teams that can legitimately win a national championship, in my opinion, any type of positive attention is good, especially for BYU, who's one of the new kids on the block in this conference. I think that is a really big deal for this team that they're getting some national recognition, even though it's early.
4: Well, I, I think if you're in the conversation with the top half of the Big 12, then you're doing something really, really good. That's the best conference uh, rating in in the country is the Big 12 and, and they've got some really good teams, Houston, Kansas, Texas, you know, go down the list. They there's some really good basketball. So if you're in that conversation of a top top half team, you're you're talking about the NCW tournament. You're talking about being ranked and and, and it's all about opportunities, right, Jayce? You got this opportunity coming up. You you've you've already taken a, a great opportunity and beat San Diego State, which does a lot for for that kind of uh, respect that you're now seeing nationally and and now you got a chance to, to put together some wins uh, in a row, and you'll have Arizona State, you know, next Thanksgiving, and then you would pay, you would play. Um, I'm trying to think, NC State or Vanderbilt in that second game. So a couple name teams there that are actually you know beatable, uh, and then Fresno and at Utah. Uh, these are all really good games, but not overwhelmingly difficult games are games that you can win so if you could put together a nice little stretch and and uh, start getting more votes and maybe get ranked and not not get, get a big head about it but just keep keep uh, trucking in, in this preseason it sets up pretty nicely for you and then who knows what will happen in the big 12 you go on the road against those teams it's going to be difficult and i'm not saying it's not but what you want to be is a conversation of, of the top half of that league and if you're in that conversation you, you're playing good basketball
2: so a couple of minutes ago you were talking about you know the identity and what you want this team's identity to be. I realize that the answer to this individually is going to be different with everybody because you'll have your own evaluation process. But generally speaking, how many games do you want to see before you feel like you have a good idea about a particular team?
4: That's a good question. I would say, you know, once you're in a month, you pretty much kind of have a, a pretty good feel for this team. So I, I say I'll give myself November and then you, ha- you have a good sense and you, you see the, the chemistry and, and the roles that people are going to fill and how they'll fill them and what kind of weaknesses are out there. But yeah, I mean, it, they're going to have some really nice games in November and they're going to have some probably not so nice games and struggle to get a win when maybe they, they should win. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit of a process. But like we've talked about them, I mean, this team is grown, old, uh, growing older together. They played in Europe together, uh, and so maybe that, maybe that process will be shortened by when we really know what this team's all about. But I, I like what I'm seeing so far. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about. You've got ten guys that are interchangeable, really, to to start on this team. You've got really good shooters. You've got really good rebounders and guys that want to play defense and have have experience. So. Uh, I mean, e- even after just a couple games, even notwithstanding what I said, I mean, uh, you-, you get a pretty good idea of this team that it's going to be a team that will play good basketball, play hard, and will be have to be reckoned with.
2: Let's talk about this matchup tonight. Uh, what are your thoughts on the matchup with the Lions?
4: I don't know much about the Lions, um, but uh, you know, they lost to Auburn the other night. They they won their own opener against Delta State. They've they've got uh, Roger McFarland, is a double double guy, and. Uh, Roscoe Eastman and you you know this is a solid team but this is a team that BYU should should take care of handily Um, but that's what I mean when I say you got to approach every team with uh, that same level of intensity and not take anyone for granted we see it all over college basketball Jason I mean it's crazy how many uh, these name teams that lose at home to to teams that you would never think uh, because you don't take them seriously. You're not ready to go. And then that team comes in and they get confidence and they think maybe we can get a win here and, and, and they make big plays at the end. So it's always dangerous. You only have to go back to last year in the first game against Idaho State for BYU, they had to barely squeak that one out. So I just want to see a real consistency of effort tonight. Take, take this team very seriously. And, and I think if they do, BYU should, should be in good shape.
2: All right, Mark, appreciate the time as always. We'll let you go, and uh, you and Greg, we'll, uh, we'll have more pregame coverage coming up in about eight minutes or so. All right, thanks, my friend. Thanks. There we go, the great Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations, Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a quick time out. We'll check out some other scores in college hoops plus the NBA There's uh, not a whole lot going on in top 25 college basketball. However, the only top 25 game features a team from the Big 12. So we'll get to that coming up in just a few minutes. That's coming up next as Cougar Pre-Game Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: With more Mountain America, Cougar
2: Pre-Game Live, here's Jason Shepard. Mountain America is the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for BYU and Southeastern the Cougars 2 and 0 coming off a big win over number 17 San Diego State this past Friday. They'll play two games this week. Uh, An opportunity to really get on a roll here in uh, non-conference as we continue through the month of November. All right, let's update you on some other scores, and it is a light night, and by light, I mean one game. There's one game in the top 25, and that also just happens to be a Big 12 team playing. It is number 19 Texas They are taking on the Owls of Rice. A game tips off at the exact same time as our game at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. So no score yet. That will be one that we will be following throughout the evening. One game that is underway features a local team besides BYU. Utah Valley also in action tonight. Utah Valley taking on Charlotte, the former team of Ali Khalifa. And right now Charlotte with a 41-37 lead over the Wolverines, it uh, is in the second half with 10 minutes and 21 seconds remaining. Checking in on the pros tonight, NBA action at the half. The Wizards hosting the Dallas Mavericks, the Mavs, up 71-51. That's been all Dallas in the first 30 minutes. The New York Knicks at Atlanta. Hawks with a one-point advantage with under four minutes to go in the first half. 52-51. Celtics and 76ers. This will be a good one tonight. Right now, Boston in the lead. 47-36. Seven minutes remaining in the first half. In Toronto tonight, the Bucks with a 47-34 lead over the Raptors. And uh, just underway, about four minutes in, Chicago. It is 9-8 Bulls leading the Orlando Magic other games that will tip off tonight the Phoenix Suns and they are expected to finally have their uh, big 3 for lack of a better term finally hitting the court tonight with Kevin Durant, uh, Bradley Beal and Devin Booker all three expected to play tonight and they just so happen to be facing the Timberwolves Rudy Gobert one night after being put in a chokehold by Draymond Green in Phoenix tonight uh, the former Jazz man and his uh, his uh, Timberwolves, along with Mike Conley as well, in Phoenix tonight. That game getting in away at seven o'clock. The Lakers hosting the Sacramento Kings at eight. And then also at eight p.m., former jazz man Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Pacific Northwest to take on the Portland Trailblazers. Right. Coming up next. We'll get you back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. It's BYU, it's southeastern Louisiana, and we've got more pregame coverage to get you ready for that game next. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zion's Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zion's Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. As tonight, the BYU Cougars play game three of their season-opening four-game homestand and look to go 3-0 and on the young season with the Lions of Southeastern Louisiana University in town, SLU, playing game two of a five-game road stretch. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight, joined on the headset by the former BYU hoopster Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, only two games in, but I think we can say... We've learned some potentially significant things about this now to 0 BYU team.
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, the proof's in the pudding a little bit from that San Diego State game, and the one is that that team is tough. They're, they have a tough mindset. They play hard. They play physical. It's like if you and I were going to have a big, you know, fight, you know, just to no, have it, knock, knock for down by me and you, and we each got to pick a team that would be on their side, like the Sharks and the Jets or whatever. And, and if, if BYU's out there, I want to pick BYU because they just look tough and mean. And even guys like Spencer Johnson, who looks mild-mannered, you know, and, and kind and gentle, I bet in a fight he's just mean and would just get you. And so I, so far, I picked BYU. They're, they're tough. They're getting rebounds. They're getting after it. There's a, there's a, a kind of a identity of this team that we're we're gonna we're gonna almost be like Muhammad Ali, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. So they're gonna have some finesse with the three-point shot, but they're gonna go get it if they miss. And that's a that's a
1: really nice combination. He is Mark Duran. My pregame conversation with Mark Pope is coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Here's Greg Rubel.
1: BYU and Southeastern Louisiana University coming up at the top of the hour. By the way, the school prefers that it be referred to as simply Southeastern or SLU. So we'll use those monikers most frequently tonight when referencing BYU's opponent, Southeastern. The last time BYU was on this floor, the Cougars were closing out a win over a ranked San Diego State team. An early eye-opener for a BYU squad that uh, picked up some top 25 votes. In the polls this week as a result, Cougars residing in the Ken Palm Top 30 as well after the first full week of play. Good stuff. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for 150 years. Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play. For financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years, Zions Bank is for you. Tonight, I asked Coach Pope about the challenge of bringing the same type of intensity and focus to Southeastern that BYU brought into its game with San Diego State.
5: uh, Human nature is Anytime you have a significant win um, uh, In a huge environment Just human nature is to Stay in that space for a little while And um, Every team experiences that And that's just the reality of athletics It's one of the challenges we face Um, I do believe that You know, this should be a space where we have a natural uh, 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 talent and a natural gift to refocus and get to the next game. And I have a lot of faith in our guys that they're able to do that.
1: Southeastern uh, comes in as a preseason pick to win the Southland once they get into their league. And uh, one of the most impressive individual players you're going to see in that league in Roger McFarlane.
5: Yeah, uh, he's a terrific scorer. He's, um, you know, he put up uh, 24, 22 points uh, against Auburn. And 11 rebounds. And was Unbelievable on the glass, you know. Yeah. He, he averaged, I think, he averaged almost double figure rebounds last year on the season. Um, for a for a guard to do that is really, really impressive. Um, to go on the road and have an offensive performance that he had is really, really impressive. He's a dangerous player, um, and he's certainly one of one of the keys to their team. But they have a lot of talented guys
1: and a big body inside the deal with. In Brody Robury out of Meridian, Idaho.
5: Yeah, um, again, just a massive human being. Like he just is. Uh, you know, he, he his size is a significant issue. Um, he's he's really talented. He's got good touch around the rim. He works really really hard for seals. Interestingly enough, you know, in his ball screen defense, he's a pretty good show guy. Like they push him up a lot, he'll have some drops uh, feel to him. But but he'll he'll uh, get up at the point of the screen and and swipe at balls and try and cause problems there. And in small spaces, he's actually way more mobile than he looks. But um, just his size is a significant challenge.
1: They haven't shot a lot of threes, and they allow a lot of threes. Conversely, you're shooting a bunch and not defending a lot of threes.
5: Yeah, but they're very, very capable. Um, McFarlane can really, really shoot. Alec Warders is, is, is an unbelievable shooter. Uh, Paez has a chance to make shots. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, and, and they're starting forward. Number 22 uh, can really, really shoot it. He wasn't a high-volume shooter last year. but was almost a 40% three-point shooter and. Um, So they can make shots. But uh, right now what they've shown the most is just a real affinity to get out in transition. 24% of their possessions are in transition, which is really hard to get above 20%. Like you Mm -hmm. have to really be working at it. And um, so this team, uh, you know, brings a a bunch of issues to the table that we're going to have to solve.
3: For
1: your team, a couple of guys we think of as starters, in Dallin Hall and Jackson Robinson, have been coming off the bench. Are they still going to be reserves for you tonight?
5: Yeah, uh, we'll keep the same starting lineup. Those guys are playing great basketball, and, and um, you know we'll we'll switch the starting lineup throughout the course of the season for sure, just as the nature of the the game goes. But. Um, you know, we have a collective group where um, I think our guys realize that, that that we need each other so desperately. And um, and so I don't think our guys are putting a ton of stock in a starting coming off the bench. I mean, every human being does naturally. But um, for a lot of reasons, we're going to roll with this at least one more night.
1: Ali Khalifa played a few minutes against San Diego State. His availability for tonight?
5: Yeah, so he's a game-time decision right now. Still uh, kind of grappling with uh, a little bit of health issue, and so we'll see how that goes here at TIP.
1: Okay. Coach, good luck with this one tonight. We
5: will talk to you post game. Thanks, Chief.
1: All right, that is Mark Pope leading us into tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU Basketball, built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and SLU? Uh,
4: If BYU's going to have this identity of shooting a lot of threes. I want to see it tonight against a team that they should get looks and I want to see around 40%. So I want to see at least 33s attempted and around 40% makes. Uh, if you do that you're going to win, but uh, we'll see how it goes for BYU, but that's kind of the numbers that I'm looking for. So the 30-40 equation for you, at least 33 is attempted and 40%. 30-40, yeah. you're not going to lose a lot of games, but you got to do it against the, the teams like uh, Southeastern, uh, and
1: you have to really kind of refine yourself in these types of games. Excellent. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show is next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah, on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats, alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Coming to you live from the courtside at the Marriott Center. As we get set for BYU and Southeastern, first ever meeting between these two teams. BYU in its first season as a Big 12 conference member. Southeastern picked to win the Southland Conference. Cougars are 2-0 and on the season. Lions 1-1, and season opening home win over Division II Delta State, then a road loss at Auburn. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Grubell and Mark Duran, with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators, Seth Larson and Ethan Arkell. Our studio editor, James Finlayson. BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio Sirius XM 143. And our over the air flagship, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM in Salt Lake City. We're also on the BYU Radio app and BYU Well, the Big 12, generally regarded as the best basketball conference in the country. And before the season, BYU was picked to finish second to last in that league. And in some respect, it's understandable. BYU was a middle-of-the-pack team in a much lesser conference last season. And right now, this year's team is essentially the same as last year's, but with the return of Trevin Nell. What the preseason may not account for is the value of player experience and growth together in an increasingly transient time in college basketball. Nor does it maybe entirely acknowledge the value of what the Marriott Center and its crowd are going to introduce into the competitive equation on a nightly basis.
4: The Marriott Center is is special. It's great. Uh, When I played, I think I lost three games in four years in this building. Uh, It's an impressive place, and, and, and it's even more special when you get certain teams in like your utahs or san diego state the other night or a lot of these big 12 teams that the fans kind of recognize when they're special games and are super loud and it's and so i mean you can only look like last last few years to gonzaga and saint mary's those are your comparable teams to what you might face this year and bill you didn't win all those games but there were some amazing games and they were bill he was in the games and uh and, and so I think we'll see that this year in the Big 12. Most teams will come in, and BYU will put up a heck of a fight. I don't know how many they'll win, but this, this is going to be a place that those teams will remember uh, how difficult it is to play here.
1: It's going to be a very, very fun season ahead. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from Southeastern head coach David Kiefer as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel.
1: All right, a BYU Store Cougar tip-off show getting you set for BYU and Southeastern. Game one of a two-game week with Morgan State coming into the Marriott Center on Saturday. Great opportunity for BYU to get off to a solid start to the season. Southeastern and Morgan State uh, ranked at 211th and 345th in Ken Palm coming in two tonight. Morgan State is at Fresno State tonight before heading into the Beehive State, by the way. A short time ago, I visited with Southeastern head coach David Kiefer about his team's current five-game road swing. And what he hopes, his team gets out of it as it prepares to play in a Southland conference the Lions are predicted to win.
6: You know, we just want to challenge our teams with playing the best team in the country. Ultimately, we're, we're trying to play and uh, get better uh, in March. You know, obviously early in the season, we want to challenge ourselves, see where we're at, how we're going to handle adversity, going into some hostile environments against some really talented teams. So we're just trying to take it day by day and get better every single day. How think he handled Auburn on the weekend? I thought we did a good job. We went in there and executed the game plan. We really, you know, we're a team that wants to play fast, um, but we had to kind of change the pace of that game because so does Auburn, and they got some more athletes, and um, we wanted to slow the possessions game down. It was a, really a game where we didn't want to turn the ball over. Um, I think in the second half we only had one turnover, and we really were able to execute um and I thought we did, I thought we handled the crowd pretty well, but ultimately I think it got late. We cut it down, but about seven minutes ago, just mm-hmm. some missed offensive rebounds and um, some some not pointing and talking and transition, losing to a couple guys. But I thought we I thought we thought we did, I thought we did well. But we're a senior led team, you know. I expect our teams to come in here and, and battle.
1: One of your juniors, uh, Roger McFarland, is a preseason All-Conference pick, and he played. I thought he played a great game at Auburn.
6: Yeah, just a super tough kid. You know, Roger. Roger's going to kind of take what the defense gives him. He's not going to do too much. He's really worked and improved on his shot the last couple of years. He really shoots it, but he also is a a relentless rebounder. Um, just the ultimate team guy, and we kind of rely on him to go rebound it and make tough baskets for us.
1: You love to get to the hole. You're not a team that shoots a lot of threes, at least yet, at this point in the season. Is that kind of going to be your M.O., or is that a game-by-game, take-it-as-it-comes thing?
6: It's really a game-by-game. You know, go back to two years ago when we were in the championship. All our team did was kind of rely on threes. We're kind of like BYU. You put up 35, 40 threes a game. This year's team, I think we're capable of doing that. But we have, you know, guys I think of the inside presence like Brody Roberry and Roger McFarlane who can play inside out and Nick Codwell. We kind of try to play an inside-out game, get the ball inside, see if we can't get to the free-throw line, and take good threes. So in the last couple of games, it hasn't been many, but I thought we've taken the right ones. Brody's from neighboring Idaho. How'd you end up with him? Oh man, it's, it's crazy. 6'11", 350 pounds in Idaho. Gatorade played the year with zero Division One offers. Um, he goes to a prep school at Sunrise Christian in Kansas. My, current, my assistant at the time helped him to kind of place him over there. He goes and loses like 40 pounds. Um, just gets better we were his only offer went to see him one time practice one time i knew right away like this great hands great feel great touch unbelievable kid and family um and he just i mean we didn't have to beat anybody so um it, that's kind of how we got him and since he's been here you know he came back this summer he put on a little bit more weight in June, so was kind of upset with me was like 319 when he got back but um he's been working his butt off he was 282 before we left here so he's almost 40 pounds since june so he's been busting his butt Fun battle with him
1: and Fuseni Treri inside tonight.
6: Oh yeah, this that that guy's that guy's a monster. Just very physical, great passer, skilled, and um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know test him see see what Brody can handle tonight. How much of BYU's win uh, over San Diego State was an eye opener for you guys, or was it kind of what you expect from uh, that kind of rivalry? Well, you know I've, I watched him play in the Houston Christian game and watch San Diego State game, and you know you think going into it, okay, San Diego State Final Four team, top seventeen, and. Um, but I watched BYU in those two games. BYU, I've been the head coach since my fifth season, and, and you know we've played all the big boys. We've played LSU, we've played Xavier, played um, everybody. This is one of the best teams I think that we've played in my five years as a head coach on film. They're just extremely physical. They shoot the ball really well. They they get the ball down the floor. Like Our, our game plan in, in Auburn is not turn the ball over and get back in transition, get back. Tonight, it's not enough to just get back. you got to be set and know where guys are at because they really shoot the ball at a high clip. They make shots, and they're coached so well. But the other underrated things, I think they're extremely gritty, physical rebounding team. So um, we're going to have to match their physicality tonight.
1: All right, Coach Key for a great preview. Thank you for the time. Safe travels on this journey of yours, and best of luck this
6: season. Thank you very much.
1: Southeastern coach David Kiefer and our National Anthem. Folks, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
1: Greg Rubel, Mark Durant courtside with you for BYU and Southeastern. The Lions out of Hammond, Louisiana. These two teams meeting for the first time tonight. As we learned from BYU head coach Mark Pope in our pregame chat, Ali Khalifa won't be playing tonight. Uh, Dallin Hall and Jackson Robinson still aren't starting yet. Uh, We're not sure when this team will actually be a complete team. Everybody healthy, Ali Khalifa, Dawson Baker, but... uh, we hope it's in time for league play, certainly, because it will be a grind. The king of uh, of uh, the, the kind of physical game that BYU played against San Diego State is the kind of game, Mark, that BYU will ask, be asked to play, well, kind of like 18 times in the Big 12 depth will be essential this season.
4: Yeah, that, that game was one of the few, I think, that's representative of the type of game you'll see in the Big 12 with the athleticism and size that San Diego State has. I mean, there's not going to be many Big 12 players that are bigger than Ladie. I mean, he was impressive, and so... What I'd like is that BYU's not going to get run over by people. They, they have size. They have athleticism. They're not just going to get overwhelmed like, like you may have in years past. This team
1: can at least compete in those areas with whatever team they face. Final thoughts before tip-off coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU
0: Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Grubel. All
1: right, so BYU and Southeastern coming up. Time for a quick word before tip-off here. The San Diego State game, Dallin Hall kind of takes over a bit in that second half. He scores 16 of his 18 after halftime. But as big as Dallin Hall, Richie Saunders. He and Dalum, the super sophomores, kind of combined together to help win that game for BYU. Richie could be the quiet guy that uh, has those kinds of games that, uh, that help BYU do some impressive wins this year.
4: Yeah, you're seeing the maturity of both of those guys stepping up in leadership. And uh, Richie is solid. He- he's able now to focus that incredible energy he has into more productive things. And those
1: guys were looking really good last night. Also looking good, the three-point shot, 25 threes in two games for BYU. Tip-off of BYU and Southeastern. Starting lineups coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.